everyone, and welcome to the Propane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could post something to a Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. This week, I don't know, uh, there's an update on the Doomsday Clock, so oh. that's going to be exciting. Why? Why? Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. That's coming. <laughs> Don't you feel like we should learn that information right off the bat? <laughs> <laughs> Don't bury the doomsday clock lead. <laughs> uh, they moved. They moved the clock. Is it forward or back? What do you think? Hmm. Well, I, I can't wait to find out. <laughs> Ray, I'll save it for the last story. <laughs> Is it back? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, but first, let's start off uh, again with George Santos. Um, no. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> I have I have not any any real more updates about him except there is a really good what? article on the Huffington Post that lists everything that he has been proven to be lying about. <laughs> I don't know how you don't have any new stuff. You don't have any of the drag queen stuff that came oh, out this week. Oh, that's true. That, that's true. We didn't <laughs> talk about that last time. So everything that he's lying about, his name, a Jewish heritage, that he was a descendant of Holocaust survivors from Ukraine, none of that's true. Uh, that his mother was in the Twin Towers on 9-11, that she was the first female executive at a major financial institution, how he paid for his campaign, he has lied mm. about, uh, that he worked in finance for his family business, uh, that his family had a fortune in real estate, that four of his employees died at the Pulse nightclub. This is all false. Uh, he went to an elite school in New York City. He graduated from college. We don't have any proof that he has ever graduated from any college. Uh, that he was a volleyball star while in college. That he worked for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. Worked for neither. That he ran an animal charity. That he did not swindle a homeless veteran with a sick dog. He absolutely did. His criminal past in Brazil. And that he never performed in Brazil as a drag queen called... Katara, what's the last name? Ravash. Katara Ravash. Uh, he, that one he actually did admit to this week. Well, there's kind probably of. lots of pictures of it, so yeah. Well, wait a minute, but I saw the tweet where he denied it. Well, yeah. he, de he denies that he was a drag queen, just that he dressed up as a woman and performed. <laughs> oh, okay. All he said was, I, <laughs> I was never very young and I was show. just having some fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never opened the show as a drag queen. I was in the show as a drag queen, but I didn't open it. <laughs> I think you, you you skipped the one my fan my favorite lie though, which is about oh. the the volleyball. That, no, he said I, that. I think yeah, but I think it was wrapped in. I, I yeah. just read the headline of it. Yeah, the volleyball thing. But yeah, he he claims that he played volleyball so hard that he has replacement knees. Right. <laughs> also, what about the one where his old roommates have come out and been like, "Yeah, I saw that guy, but I know him as Anthony Devolder or something right, like that." Like right. Right. Well, and that's... he's wearing my scarf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He stole it. Yeah, and he would steal shit from them and write checks on on yeah. their checkbooks. Yeah. Yep. I mean, well, we we, we mentioned his be... name. He's lied about his name. That was like one right. of the first one. But yeah, Anthony Devolder is what his college roommates knew him as. 
But again, I, my understanding is I don't think he actually has a any sort of diploma from college. The only colleges he has mentioned have been colleges that say, yeah, no. Yeah, but I wonder we, what name they looked under. <laughs> they looked under yeah. Anthony DeVolder. I wonder if they'd find him. Or Failed. his drag queen name. <laughs> or his drag queen name. <laughs> oh, apparently at <laughs> some point... Ravage. <laughs> at some point, he told the New York Post that he did not graduate from any college. Ah, okay. So is that a lie? Who knows? Everything else is a lie, so... Yeah. It's impressive. You know, the worst part about this is that he's not going anywhere. No. Right. They need him. And that, that he will be voting on laws in this country. He's sitting on <laughs> committees. Yes, he's on committees. <laughs> yep. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to take a look at all the details, uh, that's pretty well laid out in that article. Um, who knows what they'll come up with, you know, tomorrow, the next day. Because apparently he just lies about everything. On to our, our second biggest liar that I am mm -hmm. aware of. Uh, Trump, uh, first thing I wanted to mention, he has been fined nearly $1 million dollars for the various lawsuits that he has filed, the frivolous lawsuits. Federal judge in Florida has called the lawsuits frivolous and has fined him for wasting the court's time. He has to give Hillary Clinton a big pile of money, which makes me happy. <laughs> has to give her $171,000. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. For what? For what reason? For dragging her into court for frivolous reasons. She had to hire a lawyer to defend herself, and it was all bullshit. So he has to pay her. What did, what did he sue Hillary Clinton for? Um, I it was something stupid. It was um Benghazi. While he was president, I think after. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, he sued um a whole bunch of different people, but yeah, it was conspiracy to prevent him from becoming president. Blah blah blah, something along those lines. Was, was it when they were illegally wiretapping his mm. Trump Tower? That was Obama. Oh, that guy too. Yeah, yeah, the uh, suit against Hillary was filed in March 2022, and it was, the suit was that Hillary Clinton had orchestrated a malicious conspiracy to spread false information that his campaign colluded with Russia during the uh, presidential run. Oh, my God. Mm. Fusion GPS was involved. That was one of the companies that worked with um, the one FBI guy to find, to make the dossier. Igor Danchenko was- The dossier? Yeah, the steel dossier. Um, Igor Denchenko was also involved with that. You know, it was a bunch of security services and a couple of lawyers involved in that whole mess. And since we're talking talking about Trump and Russia, I went ahead and moved this up. Mm, good call. A former FBI invest. Uh, what was he? He was an official. I don't know what his role was actually. Counterintelligence chief. Yeah. Charles McGonagall has been arrested. Because they, they claim that, allegedly, when he was in the FBI, he was taking money from a Russian that apparently Deripaska. he was supposed to be investigating? He was... likely. Yeah, the FBI's former top spy hunter in New York. So he was supposed to be keeping an eye on the Russians, and instead, he took money from them. Oopsie. Allegedly. He claims 100% innocent, but... Um, sure. Yeah, that's great. That's right at the time where... You know, the whole investigation for Trump being associated with Russia and, yeah, one of the top FBI guys is now has been arrested by the FBI for taking money from the people he's supposed to be investigating. So, right. yeah, great. Meanwhile, uh oh, 
That's not the link is not going to work. Sorry. Um, I will read what uh, Donald Trump said about this. The FBI sple- uh, sleazebag who was in charge of investigating me on Russiagate was just arrested for receiving money from, get this, Russia. So so Trump is complaining that the guy that was investigating him for colluding with Russia was colluding with Russia. Just so we're we're clear. Okay. <laughs> and Trump's complaining about it. And Trump's complaining about it. Yeah. And to top it off, I didn't get to tell you about this ahead of time, but um guess who his um lawyer is? The, the FBI, FBI agent. The FBI agent's lawyer is uh, Michael, Michael Avenatti. <laughs> Probably not a name that you know. But um, if the former name of his uh, uh, of his law firm was, uh, I don't have the first name, but the second name was Giuliani. It was so-and-so and Giuliani, and now it's just so-and-so. Bracewell. Uh, okay. <laughs> Formerly known as Bracewell and Giuliani, now it's just Bracewell. That is the FBI guy's attorney, is Giuliani's ex-partner. Because <laughs> of course it is. Because uh, of course it is, yeah. Crazy collusion wow. everywhere. <laughs> so I don't, you know, who knows what's going to come of this, and it's going to be months before we oh, yeah. actually know any truth behind it. Yeah, onto something a little bit more fun from <laughs> Trump. Ooh, more fun than George Santos? Come on, I could talk about that guy for hours. <laughs> Did you watch the video of Trump? I guess eulogy at Diamond's funeral, and I don't yeah. have her real name in front of me, but. Diamond from Diamond and Silk, who we said passed away earlier this month. They invited Trump to speak, (laughs) which was apparently the absolute worst disaster you can imagine. If you get a chance, I think it was on uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. If you get a chance, watch the, the clip of Colbert has with Trump because it gives like three. So you don't have to listen to the whole Trump speech, Ugh. but you get the, the gist of what happened. First off, he starts complaining about the inflation and how that's, you know, killing business. And he's talking about literally he's using the word killing business. And then there's no transition. He's like, oh, it's just killing businesses. So in any case, your sister passed away way too early. <laughs> like he has no understanding that he's at a funeral and that this person is actually dead. He just, he, he has Are no you really, concept. You really got to start from the beginning on this thing. With <laughs> this. Oh, you want, you want me to do that? See, I was saving, I was saving the, but okay. It, it, the, the, to, the, the way this, this whole thing unfolded is just insane. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes, it is. Because at the funeral in his speech, he says, I knew diamond, but I didn't know silk at all. I just learned about sick silk. And you're fantastic. <laughs> I now, don't even do you want to hear. Before we go any further, do you want to hear what's which is the one that died? Diamond. Diamond. Okay. Do you want to hear what Silk said before Trump came up? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Very deeply. <laughs> so to, to get the full story on this, right? Diamond and Silk are anti-vax COVID deniers. Yeah, because of course they are, and they claim that they did not get the vaccine, which is probably bullshit. They probably both got the vaccine, uh, but they can't admit to that. Like most people, yeah. like Tucker, right. Tucker Carlson, any number of one of these fucking people have all got the vaccine. So she comes up and starts talking about how the gov- this is at Diamond's funeral. This is basically her funeral, right? Yeah. That the government, in order to cull certain portions of animals will give them an, an injection, and that injection 
will then spread and catch to other people to other animals and kill them. She essentially just said that the vaccine, all right, gets injected to one person and then somehow like a like a like a virus you can catch the vaccine from somebody who's gotten it and that will kill you. And that's what happened to Diamond. Wow. Right? And she goes on about the science and she's like we got football players just dropping dead. You know, like, of course, because that's what happened to, what's his name? Yeah. That, uh, they're, they're claiming that's what happened to Hamlin? Of course, Ian. He got, he got punched in the chest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, in the, their despite, world, people are dropping dead from the vaccine every day. That's so weird. Anybody who dies. But not only that, that you that I now have the vaccine, I'm a carrier for the vaccine virus. <laughs> and if you get too close to me, you will catch the vaccine for me, and it might kill you. Why doesn't the vaccine kill the host? Oh, it kills them too eventually, too. Oh, it's just way slower. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the science is on that. You're looking because, for okay, logic. She said science. <laughs> she did do the old quotation marks, right? Mm. So that's one part. Then she goes on to talk about Trump mm. and just how great he treated the two of them. Like his children like and she started going she's like like laura like eric like don jr or tiffany (laughs) right and then immediately trump comes up and is like i don't know this bitch (laughs) like he's like i just met her well that's a reflex from a racist old man you can't compare yourself to my children he has two black children (laughs) exactly holy smokes see i really think it was because of that vax that crazy ass vaccine shit that she said no i think it's racist old man (laughs) yeah but but he went to the funeral yeah but that's just an opportunity to get in front of the in front of the cameras and the mic (laughs) Uh, well that's the other amazing thing too is that they they thought because trump was going that it was going to be a big event and then Rented a like a twenty four hundred seat house and one hundred fifty people showed up. It's mm. what I heard. People I don't are know. saying I don't. I don't think it's. The, I don't think it's the racist shit. I honestly think it's like because Trump is pro vaccine. Weirdly enough, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. One because he brought it to us at warp speed. Yeah, and he does want credit for it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and he's probably a germaphobe, so of course he wants people to have the vaccine. So well. the very fact that she was like, it's out there killing. She just basically said the thing that he put out there <laughs> is killing people. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a one-two punch. So maybe a little of column A, a little column B. Maybe. I don't know. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I feel like both of those seem very yeah, plausible. I, I have a follow-up on that story about what Silk said. Ooh. Mm. Oh, okay. A representative in our Congress took a video of Silk revealing the possible reason for Diamond's death, i.e. the the vaccine thing you just talked about, and said, I demand an immediate investigation into COVID vaccines and the dramatic increase of people dying suddenly. This can no longer be ignored and is not political. Marjorie Taylor Based on what Silk said? (laughs) Yes! He wants an investigation. Yep. No, this was was Marjorie Taylor Greene who said this. Well, I, mean, I thought she I because thought she, of what partly because of what Silk yeah. said. I thought she was the sane one now. But uh, yeah, so well, she, she can only <laughs> pretend for is, so long. <laughs> right? Clearly, this is political. Um, the people that are dropping dead suddenly. I mean, I don't feel the need to repeat this because I'm sure you already know this, Congressman mm. Green. 
Taylor Green. I'm sorry. I don't know. I didn't know if it was Marjorie Taylor, like a hyphenated first name, or is it Marjorie Taylor Green hyphenated last name? Hyphenated last name. Who All fucking right, cares? Then Congressman <laughs> Taylor Green. The people that are dying, <laughs> that are dropping dead suddenly. Those are from something called bullets. <laughs> right. It's been about 33 shootings in the first 23 days of this year. We've had four really juicy ones in California in a row. I don't think that had anything to do with the vaccine. No. It, meanwhile, her death certificate was released yesterday, and she died of a heart condition at, at the age of 51 caused by chronic high blood pressure. So, caused by the vaccine. Possibly ex- uh, exacerbated by the vac- by exacerbated by the COVID that she caught and was hospitalized for in November. If you no, have, she was hospitalized for the vaccine. N- no. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she was hospitalized with COVID, which does damage, if you have it bad enough, can do damage to your heart. Her heart was already weak. I'm with Jared. Before she got that vaccine, <laughs> she was 19 years old, 140 <laughs> pounds, track star, got the vaccine all of a sudden, well over 350, mm-hmm. heart condition, 51 years old. It caused it yep. all. Just like the way that Trump is 7'6". <laughs> <laughs> 210 pounds totally ripped from head to toe by the way i love healthiest that the photo... person who's ever been <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry nope, go i ahead. just love that the photo for this article that you just put up about what she died from actually has trump meeting both of them <laughs> yeah I, again just more evidence <laughs> <laughs> there's tons of pictures there's loads of pictures of them together they were at the white house on a pretty regular basis yeah i do remember a video of them at like i swear they were like making policy the two of them weren't they with him Probably. <laughs> they fawned over him, so he w- he was a big fan. I see that somebody added something else about a golf tournament. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I did read this. I didn't add it, so I'm not going to talk about it, but this was a great story. Did someone add it? Should I just go quick? Go quick, because I go- <laughs> Oh, Trump was in a golf tournament. It was like a four-day tournament. He missed the first full day of the tournament. Played in the other three days, won the whole tournament. That's how good he is at golf. <laughs> All right, we're getting into some uh, Kim Jong-un era now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was just... That's oh, probably why he was complaining about how long the funeral was. He wanted to, right. to be at the golf course. <laughs> he had to be at that golf tournament. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe he's wasted his time being president when he could be a professional golfer. <laughs> On the senior circuit. It was the senior one. But still, yeah. So I do want to also make a comment about something that Trump has done. And on the rare occasion that this happens, I do I do want to point it out. He, I think this was on his social media company, but whatever. He put out a statement that says, under no circumstances should Republicans vote to cut a single penny from Medicare or Social Security. While we absolutely need to stop the out-of-control spending... The pain should not be borne by, or the pain should be borne by Washington bureaucrats, not by hardworking American families and American seniors. Hmm. I, I, I have to point it out when I agree with something Trump says. Sure. Yeah, I saw the video. That well, first of all, the video is great too because it just opened. He doesn't even introduce himself. It just opens up with him screaming about it. <laughs> hmm? um, okay. Which again is just classic Trump, but. I was trying to figure out what's the angle here. Why is he? Is he just looking for votes, or is is there a re, is, is there a voting block that he yeah. needs? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's just keeping his eye on the um, the the boomers, the brass ring of twenty twenty four. 
Yeah, it's any anything he says and does has to be has to be camp trade. He can't actually ca- you can't be suggesting that he cares about someone other than himself, are you? You I, got a I, you got a point. <laughs> yeah, that's that just seems crazy. Yeah. But as Hypatia said, remember when the Medicare and Social Security programs was the political third rail that nobody should ever touch? I'm sure right. I'm sure Trump remembers that. But get yeah. to remember though, well, I'm, I'm, the, the the boomers at this point are in the process of retiring. I mean, they're already in. They're set. If they go and cut Social Security and Medicare, they're not cutting it for the people that are already retired. They're going to be cutting it for the rest of the people. They're going to put. That's push, true. Yeah, they're going to push back the age of retirement from you know you can start now at sixty two. It'll go to sixty five, and you know instead of full retirement being at I think sixty seven, it'll be at seventy. They'll do shit like that, and it won't affect the people that have already been retired. It'll just affect you. Right, but I, I, it's not. Now, again, we explore this a little deeper every week because all I have is, you know, basic high school and some college level civics. I, what exactly can this Republican controlled house achieve? It's to my understanding that it should be zero things. Yeah. That's what I thought. Too. Like, I was about to ask the same question. Like what? What? Every time, so, oh, well, the Republicans are going to do this. They're going to do nothing. It's going to go nowhere in the Senate. And if I totally don't understand anything about American politics, it's definitely going to get vetoed. You are correct, except. cannot be overcome. It's the the debt limit. They are threatening to not approve the debt limit increase. So that means that the United States defaults on its loans if they don't get their way and what they're demanding is that we address Social Security and Medicare. Okay. Oh, so there is one thing. So there's something special that they can, that we we just need a House majority to vote on. Yes. And it's the most important thing. Right. The thing that will send the whole world fucking reeling. But yes. S- smart. I love right. that. And, and, but that's fine. They're just threatening. Right. And, I, and again, I'm just like, I don't even know why anybody I mean, like, yes, obviously you sort of have to take the threat real, but mm. Yeah, like, but you don't. You're right, you're Jared. Gonna throw, you yeah, don't. You're going to throw the whole world into chaos over this. And yeah. it's obviously, it's something that people don't really want anyway. They're right. all going to know you're responsible for it. Plus, the way that they have their lead is so fucking slim mm. to get them all on board to that's, destroy the world. Yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> a tough ask, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it does. And it get, I, I get it that things are constantly changing and they are getting more polarized and and, you know, I would say exponentially worse. This this debt ceiling game has been the same mm, game yeah. for the last 35 years of my life. They always resolve it. No one's ever going to see their threat right. through. They actually decreased the um, the standing of the United States during Obama's first term, I think it was. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I and I was surprised then. I was like, "We got a rating, like, right. and there's just the people who could just, de- you know, lower our rating, right? Oh, right. Didn't we drop from a triple A plus to like something slightly the next yeah, year like down? a double A plus, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yep. That was the first time that it was actually it had an somewhat of an impact. They are threatening to go a lot further, whether they will or not. And so far, the the White House has been like, <laughs> "Bring it, good good threat." Yeah, not buying it. Yeah, even the Senate Republicans are like, you're on your own yeah. on this one. Good luck, Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also want to address the one thing that Joshua said in Discord, uh, that they they claim they're passing bills on Twitter, 
But he says, I watched cartoons that explain different. Uh, you, <laughs> right. you were correct, and those cartoons were correct. The thing is, they are also correct because they can say, the Republicans can say, well, we're passing these bills. And what they're, what they're, they're not lying because it passed a committee. Mm. The committee that's run by the Republicans passed it. It, nothing's right. yeah. made it out of the House yet, and it certainly won't make it through the Senate. No. But you passed it. In your committee. Right. So you can say the things on Twitter, but they're meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm. It's their, yes. their, their ability <laughs> to not be able to read the room is crazy. They're, well, they're yeah. in there one fucking week after a debacle of getting into the, their guy in charge. And just like everything you guys hate, country, that's what we're here for. Right. But it, it worries yeah. me a little bit, though, because, I mean, the whole the boomer things are taken care of part of it worries me they they might say all right so in five years we'll increase you know the 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 age of retirement which they've done in the past it didn't always used to be 62 and they're going to fuck over the next generation which you know the people in congress have no qualms about doing that <laughs> well yeah what do they care yeah exactly because even if they care about their kids they've got money right i mean fucking over the next generation is kind of the boomer thing so it's what they do best so there's a question about uh social security being Age 67 now. It, it's, it's a range. You can start Social Security at 62, anywhere from 62 to 70. But the, the, the longer you wait, the more benefit you will receive, basically. Right. So you get a- uh, I think six, 67 is supposedly the sweet spot. It, it, it depends on how long you think you're going to live. Look, look at your, uh, you know, the age of your parents and grandparents and figure out what your likely lifespan is and didn't do the math. But the amount you make per month if you wait is a significant difference. And that's actually probably what they'll change. They'll tweak the percentages so it doesn't – it's not obvious that they're they're fucking you over. But they are. You, re- right. you really need to factor in, too, how close you are to people who have been vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jared's really trying to get another episode <laughs> struck from, from uh, YouTube. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the next thing that I've got, let's move off of Trump. Mm. On to something even better, uh, DeSantis. Uh, yeah. So DeSantis, I, I don't even, I don't know what his play is. I, I really can't even grasp it. So apparently he is now going after African-American studies, and he is requesting health care records for trans students in Florida. Didn't Texas try so, this a while ago? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They failed. So apparently, apparently he heard about this and thought, well, I'll be able to pull it off in Florida. <laughs> uh, so his Department of Education is doing things to eliminate African-American any sort of of grant or ability to... Wow. What do they call it? When, what it? Well, I mean, the, that's the one statement. The, the, the statement in his letter... To the Department of Education says that an advanced placement African American studies class claiming that it significantly lacks educational value. Wow. Well, no, what I read was that he went over this African American uh, AP thing and found that there's a portion of it called queer studies. Mm. And that based on that, because he hates gay people so much that he doesn't want this program to be taught. He was able to parlay that into a. Hating, hating the blacks as yeah. well. He's like, well, wow, he's also he's also taking money away from diversity programs. Any sort of program right. that will 
you know, make any minority have a higher chance of getting into uh, into educational program. Um, he's taking money away from that. Got to keep that woke mob oh, at yeah. bay. Got to keep the anger up. Keeps the money flowing. Yeah. And yeah, I guess... Just, just so, to find out that Ron DeSantis is younger than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? He's younger than you too, Ian. Or wow. he might be the same age as you. How, how old are you, Ian? <laughs> 44? You're the same age as Ron DeSantis. Are you kidding wow. me? Look at that bloated sack of meat. He's rich. <laughs> I don't know. I think wow. I, I think I might have just found the uh, title for this week's episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then uh, kind of relatedly, he is also seeking the records of all of the trans students in Florida. I can't imagine. I mean, again, y- you hate to make the Nazi reference every week, yeah. but. <laughs> I mean, uh, rounding th- rounding up the people and the type of people you don't like and branding them. Yeah, that seems that seems fair in this case. I mean, I, I got to think that um, you know HIPAA requirements don't allow him to get a lot of information, and that's federal law. He can't. I, and I also I would love to know again. And I know it's not. We know why he's doing it, but I'm sure. dying to know what reason he's claiming he needs that information for. Statistical study. Yeah. Well, why not get everybody's medical records done? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Because he's evil. It's well, dude, that's the it's thing. We don't evil. know. Yeah, I don't even think. I, I seriously don't think he cares. No, it's, it's just plays headlines for when he runs for president. Yeah, yeah, he gets him in the headlines. Yeah. People are like, "Oh yeah, Ron DeSantis is still around. He's doing great in every poll against Trump." Yep, and he's yep. just got to keep the momentum going. Absolutely. So yeah, he, uh, you're right, and that that's all it's ever been. He'll just be. Just ride this nonstop culture war wave all the way to, to hopefully the nomination. Trust me, if hating on white blonde haired people with blue eyes would get him votes, he'd be looking into their medical records. I'm sure. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> also, he's probably a racist too, for all I know. <laughs> and a homophobe. But, you know. That actually seems more likely to me, but. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about this the other day with Ron DeSantis and Trump and their potential feud. Remember the mm-hmm. way back in the day when he was running against, I forget the guy's name, but we all liked him for governor. Um, and then it turned out he was like hanging out with drug addicts and they found like a dead body in a room he was in or whatever. <laughs> what? That sounds amazing. What was that guy's name? Andrew something. God, I can't remember. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of shit came out about him. Wow. But anyway. I'll have to look it uh, up. Ron DeSantis had those ads where it was his wife and him and their small child. And he was teaching the child Trump phrases and shit. Like, oh, build yeah. that wall and you're fired. And, and using building blocks with Trump shit on it. And <laughs> it was like, it was the biggest cuck move I'd ever seen. <laughs> now look at him. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> apparently you hadn't seen Ted Cruz to that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, Okay. That was you're right. It's pro- you're right. That was the that was the best being cucked move. Uh, I, the sense is I want to be cucked move. Yeah. Can you say cucked on YouTube? <laughs> I think I think that's Alpha's uh, drinking yeah. game. Every time every time oh, the word right. cuck is Shit. used on the. Uh... Sorry about that. That was a little a little heavy there, but just to follow that up in a little bit of of levity. At this point, is it safe to assume that public humiliation mm. is Ted Cruz's fetish? Oh, sure. He does. He, I, like 
not only does he not avoid it, he seems to run towards it. This is true. Like, uh, yeah. Didn't, didn't he just, like, get pelted in the head with, like, a <laughs> barrage of beer cans and, and things when he wore his Astros jersey to, like, a Red Sox game? It was like, the Sox suck. And everybody's like, you're done. Yeah, there was one, too. Wasn't he in a parade? Or was the Yankees? I don't and remember. they were throwing but... shit at him just recently. Yeah. They were throwing, like, tamales or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ted. I mean, I, I don't know if it's a fetish or if he's just that completely clueless. He can't be. He's he. I, I I see. I really think with Ted that he wants to be loved and is just like everybody hates him. Like even the people in the Senate hate him. Oh, everybody hates him. Yeah. Right. So any 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 even negative attention is attention at this point. It's just something someone's paying attention to him. It's what he needs. It's either that or the people who keep bringing him out for this shit are like, hey, this will be funny. People throw shit at Ted and we'll get some news. <laughs> because, like, who invites Ted Cruz to a fucking parade? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to kink shame anyone, but um, that that's really pathetic if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, his a, own kids yeah. fucking hate him. Even when they were little. Remember that he went to go kiss his daughter and she's like, ugh, get out of my ugh. face. <laughs> With your thin lips, you fucking Grandpa Munster-looking <laughs> motherfucker. Vice did actually do. I found an Vice article about uh, this very subject. Of, hmm? <laughs> maybe you're so on maybe. something, Ian. That's possible. That's uh, yeah. I mean, all right. I'm with Ray, though. I'll back off. I don't want to kink shame him if that's his thing. That's his <laughs> thing. But if it's a cry for help, so wait. His whole plan was to get into politics. And then be an awful bastard and then go out in yeah. public just to be... That's a long road, so. man. <laughs> I did. He had to go to law school. <laughs> I guess it's no well, different than these people who go to seminary just to touch kids, so... <laughs> yeah. What's his wife's name? Heidi? It is Maybe. a good parallel. I totally agree with that. <laughs> I think his wife's name is Heidi. I mean, I think Heidi really gets off on him being publicly humiliated and whips him for being a bad, bad boy. <laughs> Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. You guys are making it very hard for me to not make Alpha drink again, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on to the next thing. So the woke mob has uh, again struck and caused a company to pull out. The- oh, wait, it wasn't the woke mob. It was the Republicans. Hmm. Uh, they canceled they- somebody? I thought they were against cancel culture. They have yep. canceled M&Ms. Yep. Oh, God. The M&M <laughs> characters are being pulled they are no longer going to be representing the brand, uh, and they are going. Oh, Eminem is, is going to be going instead, replacing them with Maya Rudolph as their spokesperson. Acceptable, but still, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Wait Billy West deserves work as much as Maya Rudolph. Whoa, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're telling yes. me that Eminem's did the math. And that they're losing money because they keep doing this shit with the female M&Ms and that they um, decided to scrap this ad? Or do they just like, we've had this campaign going for 25 years, maybe. Time to give something. it a rest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. They just came out with the the M&Ms, the women's, I don't know what they called their campaign, but the, you right. know, with the women t- overturning or whatever. Right. Right, uh, turning were, were it upside they... down to make a WW, so they're supporting women's right. women in the workplace. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they okay, just well, I... did that. I okay, don't think yeah, this was I understand their plan. That. Well, I mean, yeah, but every ad campaign goes to a certain point till it's over. Maybe. Oh, right. I right. Ju- I just can't believe that M and M's would cave to 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 this small minority. 
right to outrage on social media. That seems you're, I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, that couldn't have been what pushed it. It had to be something else. I mean, maybe it was already in the works and they're like, well, maybe we'll, we can get in the news a little bit more and get people to buy more M&Ms if we turn this into a, oh, all right, we're going to retire them and bring on Maya Rudolph instead. Which, again, I feel like is not going to help their case with conservatives, considering what Maya Rudolph probably has to say <laughs> about Possible. certain yeah. things. <laughs> so in their statement... They said that we weren't sure if anyone would even notice in reference to their change of their spokes candies. <laughs> uh, and we definitely did not think it would break the internet. But now we get it. <laughs> even a candy shoes can be polarizing, which was the last thing that M&M's wanted to do. Therefore, we decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies and in their place introduce the beloved Maya Rudolph that they say that everybody in America can agree on. Um, is is getting behind Maya Rudolph. Okay, I get it. Eminem's fucking with them. It's gotta <laughs> be they're fucking with them. Okay. Because the way that's worded, like, you people are dumb, we're going harder than you even expected. <laughs> <laughs> Go that's ahead and wild. buy crates of Eminem's and, and, bl and blow them up or whatever you want to do with them. We'll be fine. <laughs> At least I, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm mean, still minorly. I'm still a little bit outraged. I can't. I can't get off that. I, I, I enjoy Maya Rudolph, but I love Billy West and J.K. Simmons. But do I you would really much rather see them. Oh my God, I love J.K. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. Of course, man. Jesus, I love Billy West too. But yeah, I, I, I mean, do you really believe that Eminem is caving to this? No, there's no fucking way. No way. I just, it doesn't make any sense. But I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> And they're going to bring in Maya Rudolph as the middle-of-the-road spokesperson that's going to bring <laughs> the country. No fucking yeah. way. They are trolling these motherfuckers. I was going to say, is this a prank is what you're saying? If this is, I wouldn't. That'd be amazing. I hope Maya Rudolph comes out in the gayest, butchest lesbian outfit. <laughs> right? I mean, really, really dressing down and does her ad for Eminem's. <laughs> Oh, see, I, oh, maybe they're building to some sort of epic Super Bowl ad. Oh. It's possible. Oh, where they, where, oh, see, I, I was thinking the animated. So they say they're bringing Maya Rudolph out, but actually they launch a pink Eminem, which is openly gay and trans. And voiced by Maya Rudolph. <laughs> oh my, that's. That's got to be. Why gold. don't they, why doesn't someone just pay you $80,000 a year? <laughs> Hey, that was a collaboration. We came up on that one together. You can, you can give me a little kickback. That's fine. Man, this is a great idea. <laughs> That's got to be it. There's no way. Because, listen, we saw what Nike did when they put Colin Kaepernick on there. And you yeah. know somebody figured that shit out and was like, nope, more people support this dude. We are not going to lose money. If anything, we're going to gain money. No way Eminem's like, uh, Tucker Carlson did another ad where he said he didn't want to fuck any of the M&M's. Should we change our whole policy? And they're like, fuck yeah, get Maya Rudolph in here to save us. No fucking way that went down. Are you going to put, you got a good point. Really, yeah, maybe, uh, you do, but maybe it like tests really well. I don't know. If some things that I think are unbelievable sometimes sneak it. Like, aren't they trying to pepper in fucking comedians to CNN because mm. Gutfeld is doing well? Yes. I, heard, I did hear Jesus. that. Fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I feel like Gutfeld's only doing well because Fox has the most people watching it out of all the news networks, right? 
Probably. I mean, because... That makes the most sense. Because those people are brainwashed and watch that shit religiously. <laughs> I mean, did you... I mean, there was somebody who was talking about um, their parents, and they're like, you don't understand. My parents watch Tucker Carlson twice a day. They watch him one time to watch, and then the second time to take fucking notes. <laughs> All right? So, I mean, that's... I mean, Ooh. like, my friend has to, like limit his father from watching Fox News. His father, if he walks in a room and he's watching Fox News, he'll quickly change the channel because he's going to get yelled at. It's the crack <laughs> of them. Wow. So I'd keep that outrage up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on. What was on. the original fucking story? Was it the M&M's? Yeah, M&M's, the M&M's, yeah. M&M's, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, let's get into some of the, uh, you know, world catastrophic bad news. Um, Greenland. Uh, Didn't you buy that shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Uh, Greenland is turning green, and that's not Uh-oh. a good thing. Uh, the decade from 2001 to 2011 was the warmest decade of the previous 1,000 years. Uh, Greenland's ice sheets are melting at a rate that is historically unprecedented, um, and scientists are saying that, yeah, I mean, this is one of the, this is one of the tipping points, right? Because that ice mm-hmm. melts, it releases the carbon frozen underneath, and it, it's, it's just a feedback loop that is a tipping point. Well, it floods so a bunch of cold se- water into the Gulf Stream, which moves the Gulf Stream, and then all of a sudden England's freezing. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch yeah. of things that fall into place. Uh, it is now 1.5 degrees Celsius warmer in Greenland than it was in the 1900s. Again, doesn't sound like a lot, but this causes a significant change in, well, everything. I mean, it's a significant change for Greenland, and then that affects, like you said, pretty much everything around it. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's not a good good thing. That's not good news. Yeah. And along with that, I'm going to hit the doomsday clock. And <laughs> Ian is correct. Uh, for the no. last four years trying to see how long it's been it has been at 100 seconds away from midnight uh since 2020 in 2020 they moved the the bulletin of atomic scientists moved the clock to 100 seconds away well now this year their most recent meeting they have moved it to 90 seconds away from midnight um now if you're wondering what this means there's an article on the Washington Post that you can read. Uh, I'll try and sum it up. Basically, it is a model of, of trying to show how close humanity is to, well, the way the article says it, is to destroying the Earth. But we're not really talking about destroying the Earth. We're t- talking about uh, destroying the ability for humans to survive on the Earth. Uh, there will still be a third rock from the sun. It just hmm. may not have humankind on it anymore. So they came up with this during the Cold War in order to show people, look, this is how serious this is. We're getting really close to to ending our survival as a species, and uh, it is it's stuck. They they've updated the clock every. I don't know how often they do it actually. I think they do it when um, uh, you know, it's appropriate to change it. Well, right, but I don't know how often they meet. It's like four times a year or something like that. Oh, yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, and certain scientists are, are n- nominated to be on the panel, et cetera, et cetera. So the, basically the reason they, they updated it to 90 seconds is because of the, the war in Ukraine, the fact that Russia has threatened to the use of tactical nukes. Yeah, 
and and just everything in general. Everything comes into it. Like they have economists on the panel who look at the the fact that the economies across the world might be crashing, and if they do, that that ups the violence. It ups the mm-hmm. the potential for violence. It, it like these these scientists are varied fields, and it's kind of a conglomeration of of where we're at. And you know, if you're into the Watchmen comic or movie, it's clearly displayed in there, and that's why I find it so interesting and amusing. So, I was thinking as you were as you were talking about this, like. Our country, like, we're never going to get on board for this, right? <laughs> like, no, it's just we're never going to do it. We so can't a, look to the future beyond, um, you know, three days from now. <laughs> right. So so it's up to the rest of the world to do something. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it's, it's a humanity problem. It's not an American humanity problem. Humans just aren't good at looking and worrying about the future. So nobody's Clearly. doing any like is nobody doing anything? No, not really. Oh, OK. I just thought, like, I've often heard that usually the rest of the world takes their cues from us. Mm. And since our cue is to sit on our ass and debate about it. <laughs> I mean, there's pockets. I mean, there's a group put together a seed bank that's up in, I don't know, Finland or something, somewhere cold. So that, you know, they're preserving seeds for, you know, when humans have to start over. <laughs> New Zealand was doing good for a while with the coronavirus. I don't know. There's pockets. But, yeah. I was going to say, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm dragging us down. I'm if not any, doing anything either. If, uh, nice. if you're curious, the farthest... So they started the clock... I th- it was during the Cold War at some yeah. point. The farthest the clock was away from midnight was in 1991. Uh, the clock was wound back to 17 minutes Wow! from midnight. Oh, snap. Hmm. Economy was good. End of the Cold War. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Everything I was knew going things well. were on the upswing in the fucking nineties. <laughs> <laughs> that nine eleven happened and everything went down the shitter. Yeah, you're yep. right. Well, I would say Reagan started well, the flush. Yeah, but I meant even like socially. Like I was like, we're on the upswing. Like there's a show yeah. about gay people and people, and then and all of a sudden nine eleven happened. Dennis Miller went right, and then everything went down the fucking toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I am going to move on. Oh, right. I did have one more piece of news, and oh. it's actually not negative. Yay. Uh-oh. <laughs> An article from Science-Based Medicine. Each year, the American Cancer Society puts out statistics on people getting cancer and people dying from cancer and everything about cancer. And the last numbers that they put out, the cancer death rate has continued to decline by, by another 1.5%. Uh, from nineteen or from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, so that is a thirty three percent overall reduction since nineteen ninety one. Again, nineteen ninety one, the year that we were far away from doomsday. Right. <laughs> we've we've dropped thirty three percent in the death rate from cancer. Um, it continues to go down. So this is a that's definitely a good thing. Advances in medicine and well, the decrease in smoking, um, the um, HPV vaccine. It's a lot of reasons, and, you know, just better treatment for cancer in general. Right. Lots of good things. A lot more, um, you know, look, knowing how to look for cancer before it becomes deadly mm-hmm. so that it can be removed or treated. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, of medical advancements, a lot of treatments. Um, so, you know, that's a good thing. Less deaths from cancer. Yay. Thanks, Obama. I mean, really, thanks, Obama. I mean, uh, Obamacare screening for cancer. Has been huge. 
catch it early, you're much better off. Okay, I'll thank Obama so, for that, if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> right, absolutely. So to bring it back to comedians suddenly going hard right, <laughs> has anybody seen Jim Brewer's stand-up in the last oh, three years? God. No. I just, first of all, I've been tracking this one, the the whole the whole trajectory of it. Just as of, even as of yesterday, new shit came out. I was oh. watching some of it. It is horrible. It's, 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 I saw him like five years ago and he was just fine. I laughed several times. Uh, everything was well written and well composed. And I, I, you know, I was a good show. And uh, then they started cutting into his bottom line with, mm. COVID restrictions and lockdowns and he went fucking nuts. Hmm. And now it's just now he's now he's found a new niche and he's just he's just going full tilt. Oh dear. First think, of, you're not you're not you're not doing a good job of painting this picture and how really pathetic it is. No. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, now he just shouts like right wing buzzwords into the microphone while pulling comical faces and then that's it. So oh. he just screams Hunter Biden? No, yeah, no, he's uh, following. First, he's got Drag this whole. Queen, sure, nah. Yeah, he's got this whole bit where we're like parrots, and he he walks around the stage like a parrot with like his hand behind his back, and he's pecking with his head, and he's like, "Follow the science, follow the science, Doctor Fauci, Doctor Fauci," and oh. he's playing to a crowd of just the oldest people in the world, and they are <laughs> loving it. Now, granted, he's not pulling in you know Madison Square Garden numbers. But all he has to do is say, follow the science. And they're like, this man is a comic genius. Wow. Now, what's funny, too, is and he's making fun of the science because I because I love watching the majority report with Sam Cedar. And Sam Cedar loves to talk about comedians when they do that. They used to do hours of riffing on Dennis Miller and just how unfunny he is now. Mm. <laughs> so uh, Jim Brewer is another one. And what's interesting is that Jim Brewer's wife got very sick maybe 10 years ago from something. And he used to go on and on about how the doctors helped and, and, and saved her life and stuff like that. And now he's all anti-science, anti-doctor, anti-everything, simply because he couldn't do a couple shows because of COVID restrictions. Mm. It's wow. unbelievable. And it is not funny. I just saw that one, whoever posted that one. It is horrendous. <laughs> and it's funny because he talks about his in-laws who've gotten vaccinated like, they're fucking idiots. Like, they're the biggest dumbasses on the world for getting vaccinated. <laughs> and the, and they also claim that people are dropping dead left and right. Apparently, he, him and Silk are uh, on the same page on this one. <laughs> him, Silk, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, yeah. Now, what, what's funny about this is uh, I have two people that I know. One is a friend. One I just wish pain and suffering on constantly. <laughs> who are both anti-vaxxers, and they just need to jump into Discord. They don't say hello, they don't say anything. They just randomly yell out, vaccine, get the vaccine, Dr. Fauci, and then the other one makes like a really like dumbass laugh, like he's a vaccine guy, and they both think it's the most hilarious thing in the world. <laughs> so Simple. And it's, Sim and, right. It's about the equivalent of a Dream Brewer show now. Yeah. Simple people like simple things. Oh my god. I'm glad someone else saw this, Ian. <laughs> And someone it's, can, it's a mess. Yeah, I used to like Jim Brewer too. He used to go on to Stern and tell great stories and yeah, and stuff like that. Now I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> if you I do have... get a chance, though, he tells a great story about hanging out with Lars Ulrich from Metallica on Stern. It's got to be on on YouTube somewhere. It's great. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. I am going to move on to religious nonsense before we completely run out of time. Okay, no. Uh, we mentioned before a rise church in New Zealand uh, and how they hired an investigator to to do investigations on their own church. Um, they had a dozen satellite churches all over New Zealand, and they hired an investigator because there were some accusations against their their leaders. And the investigator came back with a whole report of sexual abuse and uh, just abuse, verbal abuse um, in general. And uh, yeah, so Arise Church is now not just refusing to pay the investigator that they hired, but is now suing them because they didn't like the answers that they got. So wow. they hired investigators to investigate. The investigators investigated and found bad things, and now they're suing the investigators yes. for finding bad yes. things. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Is nothing an admission of guilt anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, this is the equivalent of a fully signed confession to me. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You can lie and get away with it. Yeah, yeah you can. Look Maybe at George Santos. Santos. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> Maybe not New Zealand. Although I did hear that Jacinda Ardern is resigning as she prime is. minister. Yeah, she is. She says she's stepping down because she was, she, I was excited to hear that. She couldn't yeah. just couldn't put her full she, effort into it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Good for Why her. Why were you excited to hear it? Because she wants a break and she's willing to step away from that to preserve her mental health. I think that's an important choice to make. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't she does excellent work. She mm -hmm. does not deserve to be the target of the vilification that she is constantly on just wholly untrue levels as uh, just uh you know it's despicable that that would work but can only take so much yeah all right the next thing that i have under religious nonsense is in missouri and it's all about missouri's abortion ban uh, i can no longer bring up the first article they've got a paywall but uh the abortion ban was one of the trigger bans so the moment roe v wade was overturned by the supreme court it went into effect and as stated by the article on uh, St. Louis Today, the abortion ban reads like a sermon. Uh, lawmakers openly and repeatedly emphasized that they were writing their religious beliefs into the abortion ban. There were phrases used in the uh, proposal, in well, not in the ban itself, but in the, like, the, the, the lawmakers wrote up their reasoning to pass the bill, and here's some quotes. Uh, one said to me, God doesn't give us a choice in this area. He is the creator of life. Another one says, being from the biblical side of it, I've always believed that life occurs at the point of conception. Another one said, life begins at a conception. Psalms 119 says, and continued to quote the Bible. And as a Catholic, I do believe life begins at conception. It's built into our legislative findings currently in law. So the the lawmakers had no qualms about citing the uh, their religious beliefs when p passing this abortion bill. However, now, according to Only Sky, clergy members in Missouri are now suing. Uh, they have filed a lawsuit against the state, arguing that the laws impose one religious interpretation upon everyone else, whether they believe in that religion or not. Violating the rights of the state constitution. 
The state constitution in, in, in Missouri, by the way, specifically says that it should have a uh, uh, church versus state separation stronger than the federal one. Nice. I'm surprised they haven't tried to change that yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the church is on the right side. That's interesting. Well, not all of the churches, but a, sure. a, a decent sized handful. And specifically, the clergy are the ones suing. Like they are are filing lawsuit against the state. Well, I mean, I, I guess from a you know a um, a selfish point of view, they are seeing their numbers being reduced, and they're going to be blamed for this. So, sure. Now, of course, the response from the Senate president in Missouri, um, he called the lawsuit foolish and said legislators were acting on the belief that life is precious and should be treated as such. However, that doesn't float since uh, they already said that they were citing their religions at the time. Right. It wasn't that life was precious. It was that God told me this. And it, and it also makes it clear that, you know, women's lives are not precious because this will put women's lives in danger. I mean, they have a carve out for if it endangers the life of the woman. But when do you make that decision? When she's actively dying, then you can perform an abortion? And who gets to decide that, a lawyer or a doctor? That's the whole problem with all of these laws. Uh, your state legislature. Yeah. You're supposed to be in there, aren't you? In the <laughs> doctor's office, according to Dr. Oz. Yeah. Now, now uh, there, there is oh, an sorry. exception in the abortion law as it stands mm -hmm. for medical emergencies. But that does yeah. not include rape or incest. Right. So, But what is a medical emergency? Yeah. It's undefined. Right. So you can have an ectopic pregnancy. It's not currently an emergency, but it's going to be. Well, thanks for bringing us down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's an article on the Center for Inquiry talking about the funding of religious schools, specifically in Iowa. Iowa has changed their legislation so that the government can fund religious schools with, with charter or voucher programs uh, in addition to uh, secular schools. So uh, there's an article, like I said, it's on the Center for Inquiry. If you want all the details and opinions from the Center for Inquiry legal staff, that will be on the website. But I did also want to mention in Iowa during the, oh, what was it? There was a last Tuesday during a, a I was during a hearing for the House Study Bill 1, a... A veteran decided that he wasn't uh, he he wasn't going to let this fly. He says, "Good evening. My name is Joe Stutler, disabled veteran who lives in Marion, Ohio, or Mar Marion, <laughs> Iowa." Uh, he says, "I am here today, and I'm generally opposed to bills like this because there are definitely issues. However, watching the elections over the past few years, it's clear that Republicans are going to have Iowa stay red for quite a while. So." I learned years ago, if you can't beat them, join them. So following some things that I learned in Germany, referencing his, uh, you know, things that happened in the 1930s, he says, I'm starting a Little Devil's Academy. The <laughs> Little Devil's Academy is going to be a K-12 through school aimed at very specific targeted groups because I want a chunk of this grift money. Nice. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm already in discussions with the Satanic Temple. They're very interested in this bill. And uh, and in my curriculum. So this is something that we really need to do. You need to get this bill passed. You've got to give the devil his due. 
And you got to give him your tax dollars, too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. I mean, it, they'll just change the law so it, it only applies to Christian religions and it won't work. But good effort. Good effort. I applaud you. <laughs> Karen's got to take away our excitement. Sorry. Put a, little, yeah. put a little truth in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, again, it's just it, you got to think about it. What what if there was a charter school that that was specifically Islam, that, that taught Islam? And sure. I mean, they would be exempt from having to teach math because they're they're a religious organization. So they just teach Islam. They should get your money, too. Right. There is already Jewish um, K through 12 that have a minimal, you know, right. st- teaching level. So, yeah, bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> all right. One other update on religious nonsense. This is not in the U.S. This is in Pakistan. Pakistan? Yeah. Yes. The National Assembly in Pakistan says that uh, the blasphemy laws are not quite harsh enough. Yes! And they have passed legislation that imposes life imprisonment for insulting the Holy Prophet Muhammad. <laughs> insulting. Again, not well defined. Mm. But you've, if you insult the Prophet, life imprisonment. <laughs> Yeesh. And there's- I, always th- I already thought it was punishable by death, mm. so I was real confused going mm. into this article. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're not harsh enough. Yeah, well, the previous maximum punishment was three years in prison. Oh, huh. that's way too harsh. Now, yeah, that is. Now, that's why we hear a lot about these mobs who grab people and stone them or chop them up with machetes or what have you. Because the state was only putting them in jail for three years, so they just took it upon themselves. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So the idea is, well, we'll put them in prison for life, and that will satisfy, you know, the the zealots and keep people from being killed on the street. <sighs> wow. Man, humans suck. Man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, to wrap, uh, to wrap up, I've got uh, one conspiracy and one final story that I really don't know much about. Uh, conspiracy, I thought this was interesting, on Indy100.com, there is a story about paranormal activity. There was a study done linking paranormal activity or the sighting of paranormal activity with a uh, lack of sleep. <laughs> the fact that people stay up all night to see ghosts and end up, you know, seeing things and thinking they're ghosts because they're scared or whatever. Uh, yeah, it, it, it really links the lack of sleep to the increase in ghost sightings. Now, listen. <laughs> I don't ever fucking sleep, and I stay up later than any human being ever, and I've never seen no fucking ghost. Well, you're not expecting them, are you? <laughs> oh, I'm not staying. Well, no, I'm not expecting them. But when you're not oh, looking you for to them, stay up late, and ex- so you're staying up looking for ghosts. Yeah, and you're. Tr- oh, okay, okay. Well, plus well, you you, you always dummies. stay up late, and you you have chronic insomnia. So, I mean, it, this is normal for you. These are people that normally sleep and then suddenly stay up all night. And right. have mild hallucinations. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what a strange link. I'm surprised that they didn't come up with that earlier. Uh, but apparently there's actually a, a study published in the Journal of Sleep Research, which uh, documents this. There was 8,853 participants, uh, all adult age, 18 or higher, that they, they did the study. And they're like, yeah, the 
basically, if you're staying up late looking for ghosts in a haunted house, you're more likely to see them because you're not getting enough sleep. <laughs> and this is why humans are the whole eyewitness thing. It's it's really bad evidence. Just because somebody saw something doesn't really mean a whole lot. The brain causes you to see things that aren't actually there. Well, no, your brain also fills in the blanks for things. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the more you talk about it and the more you repeat the story, the more embellished it gets. And you don't even realize it because every single embellishment is tiny. <laughs> but but they add up. You know, like, <laughs> I just don't understand with certain humans. Like, I have a, a condition, or I don't know what it is, where sometimes I'll wake up or I'll be in like a half sleep. And this is going to be frightening for most of you. And I open my eyes and I see a giant what looks like a spider on the pillow next to me. And it's fucking moving, right? It's not just sitting there. It's moving. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes it's smaller. And if I sit there and stare at it long enough, it'll eventually disappear. And it's some weird sleep thing. And I've actually looked it up. And it's actually a thing, like, where people see, like, insects or something like that. Some weird thing with your fucking brain or something like that. I I have heard of this, yes. Yes. And when it first started happening... Obviously, it would scare the shit out of me, and I'd fucking get up, or I'd fucking swipe the pillow away. But now that I've realized what it is, I generally just stare at it and go, oh, that thing, that weird thing's happening to me again. Mm. Like, and it goes away, and I go back to sleep. It didn't take long (laughs) for me to not be scared anymore. Right. Why are these people not putting this shit together? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I Uh I think generally it's because they want to see ghosts. Yeah. I think the, I think the human nature is we want to believe in an afterlife, and ghosts are proof of that that spirits endure after the body dies. And that's a comforting thought for a lot of people. So yeah, I guess you're right. If I wanted to see spiders, I'm like fucking dead all the time. <laughs> I don't know why well, you'd ever want to see spiders. That's an I, arachnophobic. But, but, but if I was seeing that thing every night, I'd be like, this is great. <laughs> Well, it's the same reason why people, you know, see UFOs all the time. UFO hunters see a lot of UFOs. It, they turn things into UFOs. Whether you know it's 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 Venus or it's a you know uh, a stealth fight, fighter jet, whatever it is, they might also see some UFOs. Who knows? But um, I, I want to see a UFO so bad. Yeah. I mean, why can't I see this? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go out west, evidently. <laughs> yeah. Bigger sky. All right. The last thing that I've got is not something that I've got. I barely know what this is. Uh, it's from techspot.com, and yeah. it's the idea of storing energy in gravity batteries. Right. One of the big problems with green energy, solar wind, is that it's not always powering. So, you know, it's creating a ton of energy during the daytime, and currently we store it in chemical batteries. But they have, and I'd never heard of this, they are making gravity batteries. And I think it's in one of the Scandinavian countries. They pump water from one lower lake up into a higher lake while they have the excess energy. And then they drain the lake back down again at night when they need to use the battery. In this country, they're starting to do gravity batteries in old mine shafts. So they'll haul stuff up the, the mine shaft during the day when they have all the excess energy and then, you know, drop the, the weights down when they need the bat when they need to use the his gravity battery on that is the coolest thing ever. I just thought it was neat. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I won't lie. I was I was riveted. <laughs> so yeah, the whole concept of the gravity battery is that you you use gravity, like you you use your extra energy to put something yep. way up, and then when you need more energy, that weight then powers the generator uh, during the night or during when it's not windy, whenever you need that energy. Yeah. 
Right. Super cool. I love it. It's a naturally, uh, not naturally occurring, but it's a, a way to do a battery just in nature without taking, you know, lithium or... Right. Yeah. I mean, that is super cool. I mean, it, it's a way to get around the problems of some of the, you know, uh, the green energies. So, you know, Pennsylvania is filled with um, steep mine shafts. We got some, you know, gravity batteries all over the place. <laughs> 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 this is cool. So again, article on TechSpot, if you're interested, and take a look at it and uh, see some of the details. Yeah, I'd never heard about that before. All right, that's all I got. You guys have anything else? Uh, just kind of quickly on what you're just talking about. I just realized, because I've been watching a lot of uh, off-grid living videos mm-hmm. on YouTube, that they have these little fans that don't require batteries or to be plugged into the wall. You just put it on a wood-burning stove. And something about the heat creates some kind of weird electricity, and these little fans blow the heat around for you? Yeah. Have you guys ever seen this? No. Uh, it does not sound no. familiar. I mean, well, the, heat ri- all- the heat rising will turn the fan blades. But the, the way they explained it was not just that. Like, they're like, yeah. there's something about the metal and the and the, the electric... I don't know the fuck. I ain't no scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no silk, Karen, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I thought That's that was cool. cool. A heat-powered oscillating stove fan. Oh, you looked it up? I, I tried. I don't know if that's exactly what I wanted to see, but it it seems likely. Oh, it's got, like, it has a, it's, its frame is absorbing the heat from the top of the stove, and that's causing the, the fan to spin in some way. Huh, hmm. interesting. It looks yeah, like the, a, the, the base of the fan is like a heat sink. It's $129. I don't know if it's that cool. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's a cool idea. All right, if there's nothing else... I'm going to start wrapping up. Okay. And uh, to begin with, I would like to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. We really do appreciate it. It keeps the podcast going, uh, especially the patrons that could join us tonight. Alpha, Grinch, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, Joshua, we really do appreciate the comments. If you enjoy the podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can join them on Patreon. Uh, you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review. Uh, if you want to contact us, for something we said or something you'd like to hear us say, uh, you can do so on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage everyone to check out the soon-to-be-named network. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will give you a host of podcasts for your listening pleasure. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm right. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. 